0: Before we begin the episode, we just have a quick word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. That's help, H-E-L-P. We are so proud to be partnering up with a company whose mission it is to help you start living a happier life today.
1: Yes, BetterHelp is a professional online counselling service that sets you up with a therapist in under 48 hours. They have a huge range of expertise, which makes it much easier to find the right therapist for you. And even if it turns out that you're not too keen on your therapist, you can change for free until you find the right one for you. It is a professional secure online
0: counseling service available for clients all over the world. You can access your account at any time and contact your therapist and you will always receive a quick response. You can easily up weekly video or phone sessions with your therapist and get the support you need from the comfort of your own home. No awkward
1: waiting rooms or traveling to your appointments. It is also way more affordable than your traditional offline counselling and there are over a million people using BetterHelp today. They receive incredible reviews every day which you can go and check out for yourself at betterhelp.com forward slash reviews. And as you all know, because it's something we've discussed on our podcast before, I've invested in therapy over the years
0: and it's literally been life-changing for me. There is no better investment than in yourself. Anytime I've gone through periods of seeking professional counseling to work on my inner world, my outer world becomes completely unrecognizable. And that is because you completely transform how you feel, behave and level up so much through therapy. And we know that so many of you listen to our podcast because you want to improve your state of mind and level up your own life. So if you want to take your mental health to a new level and get the support and guidance from a professional counselor, join BetterHelp. And with our link, our listeners get 10% off their first month of therapy. Just head to the link betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet. That's betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet. We will leave the link in the show notes so you can easily get started. There is no shame in therapy. It's just like taking your mind to the gym and you are so worth investing in to get the support if you need it. But that's all for now. Let's get on with the episode.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Finding Your Feet podcast, a podcast show dedicated to helping you get closer to your true authentic self by helping you find your feet in life. This is episode 20 and although we're really happy we're here, we actually have some sad news for you guys.
0: Yes, guys, very sad. We're taking a one month break However, we are going to be back on the 14th of October for season two. We're going to be back and we're going to be better. We're going to be fresher. We're going to have loads of exciting new guests for you. Amazing new topics to discuss on the episode. It's going to be sick. So we're not disappearing forever. Just We're we'll just breaking for season one so we can get ready for the next season to smash it for you guys.
1: Yeah. I literally can't wait already. And we're always saying how rest is so important and like recharging and getting new fresh ideas. So I think by having this little break, even though it's not long at all, but having this little break, we're going to plan so much exciting stuff. And season two is just going to be so, so good. I can feel it already.
0: Yeah. So add the date to your diaries, guys. 14th of October, 2020 is when season two of Find Your Feet launches.
1: Yeah. And like we said, on Instagram, we're going to be there all the time. We're going to be posting videos, reels, Instagram stories, absolutely everything. If you ever want to chat to us, we're always in the DMs. We'll be there the whole time.
0: Yeah. So even though we're not putting out episodes every Wednesday, we're not disappearing for a whole month completely. We're still going to be on the Instagram at finding your feet podcast every single day. So you come and follow us on there and you'll still be able to keep up to date with us. But before we get into the episode, the final episode of the season, we're just going to start off with our review of the week. So this week's review is from Bad Girl Babe. So inspiring. I discovered this podcast after being made, after being in contact with the Instagram page. My first listen was the most recent episode on Breathwork with James. What an amazing and inspiring episode. I'm new to podcasts and I've never really listened to any before, but you girls have converted me. Can't wait to listen to more of your episodes and catch up on the new ones every week.
1: Oh, so sweet. I feel like we're getting so much. I mean, we always do, but especially recently, we've had some like really heartfelt feedback and it's so nice.
0: Yeah, really nice. If you love the show, guys, if you have loved season one, get on the reviews, Apple Podcasts, and leave us a review. Help us grow. Help us come back for season two with a bang by leaving us some nice feedback from season one.
1: Yeah. And also, so we're going to, we're going to literally do like a huge plan for season two. But we will put out a little question poll on our Instagram. If there's anything specific topics that you want us to discuss, then go and let us know because we're going to plan it all and it's going to be so good and so juicy. But yeah, if there's anything that you think, I would love for them to speak about, but they've never really mentioned about that before, then sign into our DMs, let us know. We'll do some kind of question poll at some point probably next week. We'd love to know your thoughts.
0: So guys, some of you may or may not have been aware, but last week it was National Suicide Prevention Week. And this is a obviously a mindfulness mental health podcast. And suicide is a topic that's close to our hearts. And in light of the recent statistics as well that have just come out from the Office of National Statistics, that the suicide rate for men in England and Wales in 2019 was the highest it's ever been for two decades. Like that is Really shocking, and that was twenty nineteen. Okay, twenty nineteen was not on the scale of challenge the way, like, as challenging as as twenty twenty has been. This year has been <laughs> mental, and I think a lot of us probably actually thought coronavirus was going to be finished with by now, and it's still not, and we're still going. <laughs> And also this week, the news has come out that the cases are actually rising. So the anxiety um, around that has been rising for people as well. And I just think what is concerning about that that statistics that's come out from 2019, they haven't actually got any stats for 2020 yet because the way that they report um, the death of suicide, it takes a few months to gather all the information. So they wouldn't be able to release that until next year, 2021. We won't get a true view of what's happened this year, but I think we can all say that everybody's well-being, mental well-being has really been affected this year by coronavirus. And that was, you know, that was what we discussed on our first episode. How to stay sane in lockdown. I think what's nice is that we're finishing season one, kind of finishing off talking about the same kind of thing, not specifically just coronavirus, but just a general mental health discussion. Because Samaritans, for example, have had so many calls, like the main trends and themes that they're getting calls in about people being worried about losing their jobs businesses finances common themes around not being able to pay rent mortgage inability to support the family and fear of homelessness like that is a very real fear very real concerns and worries that all of us like a lot of us are facing and we never would have thought going into this year when we were cheers in champagne on the first of january 2020 that it was going to Turn out the way it was, and our reality has literally been flipped upside down, and a lot of people's well being has been massively affected by that. And I just um I am concerned massively that the stat that's come out in 2019 saying that it was the highest that it's been for two decades is really bad. But I just feel like this year, uh, who knows what that stat's going to be? But I've I've got a feeling it's not. It's probably going to be higher than it was in 2019, and there's just so many people whose well being is really been compromised this year and what we really want to do in this podcast is make people feel good and give you real practical advice on how to actually improve your mental health and your mental well-being
1: yeah I think it's really nice that we started this podcast like right kind of at the start of lockdown when everyone was really like thinking what what on earth is coming like it was right in the middle of it wasn't it and yeah like because we were talking about ways that you can cope better in lockdown. And that episode did so well because I think so many people could relate to it because everyone was in like the exact same position, but everyone felt different. Like no one felt normal in lockdown. Like whether you grew like we were saying we grew so much lockdown. And like of course I'm really, really grateful for that time that we had. But no matter what, I'm sure everyone had those days where they felt really, really weird. And then now it's got to the point where the kind of weird lingering feeling of coronavirus has not left and it's just like I feel like we're all just learning to maybe cope with it better but that's really nice that we can end season one kind of talking about like reflecting on that and like what we've all been through for the last like 21 weeks like how we're kind of kind of learning to come out the other side of it and I think as well even though like times seem so crazy right now and like 2020 has been a mad one But I really, really hope that like in the future, we're gonna look back and we're gonna all see this as such like a magical time in a way because as people are starting to struggle more with the mental health, I feel like it is becoming way more spoken about and it is starting to lift the stigma a little bit because we've really got no other option. Like everyone has really, really felt it from this whole lockdown, from this coronavirus. Everyone's felt this kind of despair and we're all looking at each other for help. And I, yeah, I really hope that we're going to look back in years to come and think. So at least some solidarity can come out of this situation and we'll just know that we all came together and all worked on kind of like breaking the stigma, like literally what we're doing now.
0: Yeah, there's all, there's been a lot of um, stigmas broken this year, particularly with obviously the massive Black Lives Matter movement. I think as difficult as this year has been, as you've just said, we will look back and see that as humans, we have grown a lot However, it doesn't take away from the struggles that people have been having and we want to make you guys feel good and we want to inspire you and we want to give you some advice, tips on, you know, how to maybe feel better if you are struggling. But like, it is absolutely fine to not feel fine right now. Like given the current circumstances, like it's not surprising. And I think some people as well that are struggling are then being really hard on themselves for the fact that they are struggling mentally so maybe they they haven't before and um they've never really encountered any mental health issues before and now you know, they're really struggling with anxiety or depression symptoms and they can't, you know, it wasn't in their like character before. So they're being extra hard on themselves for forming it now, but you've just got to be so compassionate with yourself. And like, I think sometimes we do also forget we're still in a global pandemic. (laughs) Like everything is still really bizarre and there's so many things that are still unfolding. And, you know, I feel like a lot of us thought we'd be out of this by now, that it would be done. Um, and it's not. And the cases are actually rising in the UK. So who knows what's going to happen this winter here. Hopefully, you know, we won't have to have a second lockdown or anything like that. But people are concerned about that and people are massively concerned about their finances. Like it's like the um, the aftermath of having that big, massive national lockdown you know, economically is taking its toll on people now and that comes with massive stress and that is why some people might potentially turn to feeling like there's no other way out and no other option other than to end their life which is really sad which we don't want to happen and if anyone is feeling that way you know there's so many supportive charities that you can re- reach out to that are there to help you, you know mind samaritans there's so many we will link them but you know, you don't, don't need to, like it will get better. I think one, one of the things we really need to remember is that we will come out the other side of this and we will be stronger as a nation, stronger humans, stronger people. We will all have grown so much. What you go through that's painful and hard, you, you, become stronger from so even though this year has been really tough like you will have grown a lot and you will have improved a lot as a person and you might have actually ended up making some positive changes in your life out of some negative things that have happened maybe you lost your job but it meant you that you don't know where you're going to be in a year you might have actually started your dream business or your dream job and you're actually so grateful that that thing didn't work out you, know, you don't know where things could go but even though it's been tough I think we we just need to just be strong and keep going because it will end i feel like i just feel like people are feeling in despair that this virus just isn't going to end because it's just going on and on and on. but it will it absolutely will end and i think we all need to just remember that but right now it feels a little bit like you're staring down the tunnel and there isn't any lie at the end but there is
1: yeah that always is i think as well i think the main thing is the uncertainty shall we like we always say that as humans we we do crave certainty so the minute mm. there's change whether it's positive or negative change we immediately we worry because we we like routine like that's literally how we're we're made to know like what is coming mm. next i think the thing with coronavirus literally no one has an, an idea what's coming next they're so, like in the past, I think if you had a plan, like say you had a plan, you I'm going to go travelling at this age, or you had a plan, I'm going to buy a house um, with my boyfriend or whatever, and you had that plan in your head. Now everyone's plan is kind of just kind of in limbo. Like, mm, well, I could do that. Like, well, you always speak to people, don't you? And they're like, well, yes, yeah, so we're going to do this. We'll see with the coronavirus. And like, even yeah. though we laugh and joke about it and like brush it off, like, oh yeah, we'll see. It's actually can like really have like a bad effects on you because you feel like, yeah, I think it can feel quite like demotivating because it's hard to plan your future and like slot everything into place and plan goals when when like all of a sudden Boris is saying no, you can't even see more than six people at once and you're like I I swear I thought I was maybe a bit naive and living in a bubble because I've been like trying to not watch the news much because I mean over lockdown and I was saying to you that my mom was putting the news on every single night. And that was too much for me. Like absolutely too much. I don't watch the news. Yeah. That much. I find it really negative and like really anxiety inducing. So I don't really watch it. And over lockdown, she had on every night and I was like, oh my God, I need a detox. So I've really not been watch- watching the news much. Like obviously I stay aware and I do read it sometimes, but I really try not to. And then all of a sudden I heard that like all these cases have risen. And I was like, oh my God, like it's shocking, isn't it? Like mm. it is. It, isn't it? Like, it throws you off because you're like, oh, I... Like I was like oh I, I literally thought this was getting better and then all of a sudden yeah. you're like you're taking 10 steps back and then again that's it's that uncertainty it's like oh well I plan to do that but now these restrictions are changing so I just I just think the whole of it because we've never been through anything like this before it's it's just about learning how to deal with it your own way because we've all never done it before you know
0: and When you're in such unprecedented times like this, where we've never experienced something like this at all, and no one's got any experience in it, anything happening like the last time something like this happened was the Spanish flu, and that was in in 1918, so that was over 100 years ago. No one is around that remembers that, so there's nobody you know older and wiser to be like, oh no, this has happened before. Like, you know, there's nobody to give you that comfort, and even our leaders like that people look to for guidance you're not getting that kind of like emotional support from them you're like we're really not and I feel like that is why so many people are feeling so so in despair at the minute and I think we just have to give ourselves that emotional support we have to just give ourselves the the positivity that we will eventually come out the other side of this, it isn't going to last forever, we have to keep telling ourselves this is not going to last forever and as far as it's been, there has also been a lot of growth and we will come out the other side and it will end, it will definitely end, it's not going to go on forever, it just feels like it is and I think we all just never i have ever thought it would last this long and then to hear now the cases arising like people are understandably getting more concerned like I get it and it is so hard to plan your future like especially for me as I'm a very kind of future focused person Mm -hmm. so I always like to think about my future and what I'm going to do and like I don't mean necessarily what I'm going to do at the weekend where I'm going to go on holiday I mean like what's my next step in life like what do I want to do like what do I want to sort of achieve what what is on my life plan list and you know because there's a lot of things I want to do in life so I'm trying to look to the future and think about what what do I want to do? And you just can't really do anything. And that's what's Mm. so tough as well. Like all you can do is like sit and be in the moment. And one of the things that really helped me in lockdown as well was when I would start really future projecting as in worrying about the future and what's going to happen with this and what's going to happen with that. And and just literally like drive myself crazy. I would just stop myself. Like I'd stop myself when I noticed that I was starting to do that. And I just asked myself a question, which was but are you happy today? Are you happy right now in what you're doing, today, where you are in this very moment? And the answer was always yes. It always was. And then I just take myself back to that moment, to today, and I just stop future projecting because we literally can't, like Mother Nature is taking over right now. We have to just allow it. We can't do anything other than to follow the rules, try and stay healthy and um you know, try and not obviously get the virus slash spread it. We can't actually really do much else to, we can't control it. So we really have to surrender. And I think to actually just stay calm and deal with the uncertainty of the future is to just constantly bring yourself back to the moment and to the day, like just today, which is something that I think in our normal hectic lives of pre-coronavirus, we never did anyway. Like we would never actually just say, but wait, am I happy today? Like you would never sit there really and ask yourself that, but it's only when things get really to the point where the future is so uncertain that you're going to drive yourself mental, even thinking about it, that you have to put just, you know, reassess and ask yourself that question. But that's actually a very powerful skill to like cultivate for yourself. So if anybody's been really future projecting and really, really worrying about what's going to happen and playing out so many different scenarios in your head and basically driving yourself mental, just do that. Just as soon as you like, don't judge yourself for doing that because it's perfectly normal. Like Abby just said, we crave certainty, routine. This is really tough for us all because we haven't got that. And so don't judge yourself for doing that. It's totally normal, normal human behavior, but just, just whenever you, whenever you do it, just notice it and just stop and just ask yourself, am I happy today? And i i'm sure that for most of you the answer would actually be yes because i think we create a lot of our unhappiness in like worrying about the future the past and just not actually being in this present moment of whatever you're doing right now Like you might actually be in a very difficult situation in that day there might be something you know bad going for you but i think most of the time if we all ask ourselves that question really but am i happy right now with what is going on right now with where I am I'm you know I'm sat here you know you might be watching tv on your couch am I happy right now watching tv on my couch am I enjoying this yes then just focus on that and just be here because that's all you've got is the now we don't know what's ahead but all, all we can do is focus on the now and then just just really try and be strong and just allow this time to really help us grow and teach us new skills like being super present and um just really understanding how much your your future is is really out of your control and we have to surrender a lot to what goes on like mother nature taking over the world with a global pandemic
1: <laughs> I love that so much what you said about that am I happy right now because that is so true and that's really effective I've been doing that mm. bit actually in a different sense that You know, like I read a quote um, and I've read it a few times, you know, it's kind of like, like you could spend your whole life worrying, but it would just be a waste of time. Like it's literally so true. Like if you're generally worried about something, like now I've, I kind of like catch myself in the moment. So say if I'm like, so it's the evening, I don't know, there's something I'm playing on my mind that I'm a bit worried about. I could sit there all evening, like literally for three hours and I could have it in the back of my head, worrying me thinking, oh, this, that, this, or you can just catch yourself worrying about it and thinking, this is actually not going to get me anywhere just like surrender just let it be what will be, will be and just be in the moment and i think as well that's what one really really great thing has come from lockdown because like you said cuz no one can necessarily plan anything and there's been there's been so much time to be still and enjoy the present because over lockdown when i was probably like at my most absolute peaceful point was when I was literally doing nothing and then it's crazy Mm. because I think in life we we always chase like these well quite a lot of us we chase like these busy lives obviously like everyone has goals everyone wants to succeed which is absolutely great everyone wants to have purpose and we all chase this busyness but then I think if you actually sit back and reflect on when you felt your absolute best it's probably when you felt really really still and when you wasn't doing much like probably when I think back to a day that I was really really I mean, I'm still really happy now, but I remember like some days where I felt really, really mindful and in the moment Um, over lockdown and I didn't do anything that day. I think I, I probably spoke to you easily about the podcast and <laughs> I probably went on a walk and I probably did a workout, but I did like the most, probably what I would see as like really boring things, but because I'd spent so much time kind of like just trying to find stillness through meditation and then just generally just trying to find my head in lockdown, that was when I had the most peace. So I, th- I really like hope that, like myself and a lot of people in lockdown, one thing that it has taught us is to just calm and just enjoy the moment because, like you said, the moment is all we've got.
0: Yeah, and also remember that peace does come from within you. So even though the ex, you know, external uh, information that you're getting is is worrying, and you've got concerning the I don't know financial problems and people are losing their jobs the economy's not great like there's there is a lot to for people to be worried about and I think that I actually probably think one of the massive lessons from 2020 that if you want to go spiritual here that we're being tried we're trying to be kind of like taught is is that all we have is this moment, the right now, like Eckhart's Tolle's book is titled The Power of Now, like all you have is this moment now and that peace does come from within and the reason you felt so peaceful and calm during lockdown on those specific days where you didn't really do anything is because, you know, you were just cultivating peace from within, you were meditating, you were going for walks, you were talking about something that you love, You you were spending time with your family, you were talking to your friends, like, you know that's all you really need and that's what i definitely learned as well from lockdown was that the simple life is actually all you need but we just overcomplicated with with everything that we kind of do um but truly if you strip it all back all we need is just like the little simple things in life that's where we actually find the joy the more we have i think the more
1: complicated things get I would definitely say as well, even though we've obviously just talked about how scary coronavirus has been over the last few months. I'd also be careful who you speak to about it. Or not so much careful, but just very aware, because I've noticed that some people I will speak to, you know, like obviously we all start discussing the coronavirus, the lockdown and everything. And then some people will put like the fear of life into you. Like, because if you actually think about it, if you zoom out, there there are a lot of things, like you just said, like the, the economy, everything, like finances, there's a lot, a lot you could worry about in terms of coronavirus. But then you'll talk to some people and you'll discuss it and you'll say, yeah, it's bad. Like there's this, you'll have a real honest conversation, but you won't be left feeling like you literally have the panic of your life. But I've had a few conversations with people and they've, they've listed like all these things that I've been thinking, oh my God, I wasn't even thinking about that. And now you've got me thinking about that. So if you are um, someone that's feeling like quite anxious about everything to do with coronavirus, just be careful that you don't just jump into a conversation where someone has been super, super negative about it because it's it literally leaves you feeling panicked and drained. And it's not what you need. Um, if anything, it's better to just have like a re- a realistic conversation. Obviously, time's hard, but put like a positive spin on it. Like it, it, it's it's going to be fine. <laughs>
0: yeah we will come out the other side and it will be fine it will end um as difficult as it, as it is now we're not taking away as well from anybody who has like lost their job is in financial problems anything like that we're literally not and we're not downplaying any of that but i think like you just said Abby, like you, it's just it's just about limiting how much you talk about it or how who you speak to about it with because they might be they might just be like really overplaying it and just making it sound way worse than what it is. And like we just said, like you can only actually really focus on what you can control. You can't control the economy. You can't control <laughs> um, when this is going to end. Like you can't. So we have to just, like we said, take us back to the moment right now. Am I happy right now in what I'm doing in this second? Yes or no? Like if it's a no change whatever your day to day is but I think most of us would probably actually answer yeah I'm actually quite content in what I'm doing right now if I just focus on this very moment and not think about the future and the past and we just need to make sure that we do that and even if the news is overstim- like overstimulating for you and freaks you out and sends you into like a downward spiral of anxiety just don't watch it hear the key, key messages, like be aware, know what you need to know, but you really don't need to sit there and watch it every day if it's stressing you out.
1: Yeah, I think it leads back to gratitude as well, um, in terms of the whole picture, because, Um, on those days where you might be struggling a little bit more and we all have those days just try listing things that you're grateful for like really when you're in that negative mindset and you feel like you're in victim mode and things aren't going your way and you think my life feels a lot harder than everybody else's just list 10 things you're grateful for and the power of it is just crazy like honestly the power of gratitude there's so much science behind it it literally rewires your brain so definitely um if you're having one of those down days just think I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I even got a roof over my head that I woke up today. Just anything, so small. There's always something to be grateful for. Yeah, I think where people are struggling
0: with um, quite big life-changing sort of negative events, gratitude is the most important thing that you could probably really be doing right now because you, what you don't want to do is slip into a lack mindset and let that spiral you down because that is where you end up in dropping down into like depression symptoms, anxiety symptoms is when you're thinking, lack. I haven't got this, I haven't got this, I'm worried this, this, this. this." Whereas if you reframe how you're looking at things, if you change your blinkers, if you just look at things with a different eye, put your gratitude sunglasses on, like look and, and think about what you have got and it doesn't need to be any, and like I said, like the simple life is all that we actually really need. Like you don't need to say, I'm so grateful I've got, a mansion like it's not about things like that it's like I'm grateful like that I woke up today I'm grateful for my morning coffee I'm grateful for my friend that texts me this morning like you know tiny 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 little things like I'm grateful that I'm healthy like honestly so basic so small but they are reasons to be grateful like they're reasons to feel amazing they're reasons to feel full of uh love and gratitude and good feelings they don't need to just be really extravagant things that's not not what not what it's about and you can cultivate that good amazing feeling even from the most simple things in your life
1: yeah for sure and I think um it kind of relates back in, in a way to like obviously we said at the start of the episode we did want to bring awareness to this suicide prevention week and um that kind of ringed, ringed a ringed about rung a bell with me actually when we were just speaking there about gratitude because I think it just practicing gratitude really early on or getting into the habit of it will benefit your mental health in the future so much. Because even though I've never experienced a really dark depression, like I haven't, so I would never put myself in those shoes. I don't know how it feels, but I've spoken on the podcast before about um, my dad and my relationship with him and his relationship with his mental health and I actually remember once I was saying to him I was like banging on about gratitude probably like how I just was speaking about it then and he's like yeah yeah yeah, it all sounds good and I'm like right so you need to start writing down three things you're grateful for every day and I'll say it to him and he was like yeah I will and he was like I'm not gonna lie he was like I'm in such a depression that I I physically can't feel grateful for anything it was like I'm, I'm trying but I, it's so dark where I am, I can't actually see past this. Like I can't, you might wake up in the morning, you might feel grateful, but I am struggling so much. And like, obviously that I was like, oh my God, that's horrible to be in that place. And I couldn't imagine being in that place. But that's why I think, um, when like when things feel like the spine out of control a little bit practicing things like gratitude even though sometimes it sounds stupid we're like oh gratitude and you're like oh what's that like it sounds stupid but it is proven that it's so so good for you so like if you stop that from an age of like, what we're in our early 20s now I'm going to practice gratitude for the rest of my life like I will and I'm going to teach it my kids I'll teach everyone I know because it's really helped me. So if if you're now, if you're in your early 20s like we are, if you just start doing this every day, probably further down the line when you're 30, 40 and when you've got kids, that is going to benefit you so much. So even though you might think, "Oh, they're on about gratitude again, they're on about the gratitude list." We're dead serious about like how beneficial it is.
0: Yeah, I think that you, you like you said like you really do change like your brain chemistry when you practice gratitude and if you start doing it now when you're young in your early 20s literally think about the person you could be in 10 years like you would be if you didn't do it the person that you would be in 10 years versus if you did would be world's apart. like you would honestly have like a really obvious difference in your personality that one would be in such lack and it probably would actually have you would be living life circumstances that are in more lack because that's all you're focusing on and that's all you're thinking about so that's all that's in your reality whereas if you practice gratitude like consistently you change your mindset you change your, your brain and how you think and see the world your blinkers are different in 10 years, you would be a different person than than you who didn't practice it. Like you would be full of gratitude. You, you probably have loads more friends and loads more relationships because people are like attracted as well to the, you know, positive energy of others. And, and you, there's just so many benefits to it further down the line, as well as the benefits that you get instantly from it, from elevating your state, feeling better. It's just so powerful and you should all do it
1: yeah and they always say as well the more the more you're grateful for the more you the more that comes into your life that you have to be grateful for. I'll probably just explain that in the yeah words, right? but you know it's like yes. what I mean and I, that's so true whenever I'm like really in like a really good habit of always doing my gratitude always writing it down always thinking it you know it's like more things just naturally flow into your life because you are on that really good frequency
0: Mm. Yeah, and I think as well it's just about like it's your just your blinkers as well. It's just like opening, just taking them off.
1: Yeah, I think when you're going through these dark times it can feel like like the the worst thing in the world, but like we've just said throughout this podcast, we are here to inspire you and help you and to like help you see that even if you can't see now, it will get better. And um I was on Instagram before and uh, I don't know if you guys know her, but she's called Alexandra Kane. Who was on Love Island a few years ago. Do you follow her, Grace? Yes, yeah, so I do. You. Yeah. I really like her because she talks really openly about mental health and she'll post like all the happy pitch and everything like that. And then when she's having like a really down day, she'll share that. And even though, like, even though sometimes you don't want to listen to someone say I'm down, that creates such like a real honest relationship. So I really, really like how she's really transparent with that. And she posted something today, um, which really stuck with me and kind of like reflects on this episode I think quite well so she said that she was speaking to someone and then they said this and this resonated with her but I think everyone will resonate with it a bit so it says um we were speaking about our journeys and she said at the time I would have classed that period of my life as a mental breakdown Upon reflection I would say it was actually a huge breakthrough and I feel like we've all been there you know what there's yeah if you if you are listening to this and you are you're really struggling in the minute or you've been in a place where you've really really struggled and it is it's so hard but just trying to think of it in the sense that you're going to get through it you're going to feel better there's always like the end of the tunnel and when you look back on it that's where you're going to have grown the most and you're going to be so so proud mm. of yourself
0: yeah definitely that's very very true
1: yeah a lovely quote yeah so if you don't follow her go and follow her because I think she's she's really real and open and honest and I think that's what we need we just need honesty about especially about mental health
0: yeah definitely we hundred percent need more honesty about mental health. I think actually, as a society, we get we're we're pretty good at it, but there's definitely more to go, especially for men. Like as that statistic said, it was men, the male suicide rate that was the highest it's been for for two decades. Um, it's much worse suicide number in men than it is in women and I really do think that it's because women open up so much more and I know that obviously we are two young women doing this podcast and a, like a, a lot of our listeners are women and um, we haven't actually got that many guys that listen we've got a few but we haven't got loads and I just think that guys just don't engage as much with talking about their feelings this much like <laughs> all we talk about on this podcast is our feelings um that's basically what we do, and we we obviously always want to make this a open, honest, safe space for people to listen to us and maybe resonate, get good advice, I feel like they can come and talk to us on Instagram if they're struggling themselves. And, you know, we we post content on there every day that is there to inspire you uplift you make you feel better make you feel normal if you're there's something you're struggling with that you've never actually spoke about or no one's ever talked to you about and you think it's just you and you know, that is what the Find your feet kind of mission is is to normalize uh the stigma around mental health and uh, open space for um more open and honest conversations about it so we hope that we have done that in season one and made you guys feel better and we have built already an amazing community of listeners and we appreciate you all so much and we hope you stick with us for season two because it's going to be even better um and this year has been mental it's been so tough but and this is a year when we need to be listening to podcasts like this we need to be listening to positivity like we need this so i hope that you know we have sort of helped you during your rocky road of 2020 and hopefully made you feel a little bit bit better and a little bit more positive and engage more in your your own well-being and mental health and improve that slightly uh, because you're worth it and you should do it and like I said we will come out on the other side of this there will be light on the end of the tunnel but um, that just kind of brings us the end of our episode of uh, the last episode of the season and we're just going to finish off with the quote of the week uh,
1: for this week's episode so Abby, would you like to read out the quote? <laughs> of course. So the quote of the week is, I'm choosing to believe the future can still be beautiful, which I think is so lovely. Like, even if you're in those dark times, just having the faith that it's that it's going to be all right is really what's going to pull you through.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like, let's let's all do this together. Let's all believe let's all choose to believe that the future is bright and that there's light at the end of the tunnel and that we are going to get through this and even though we're losing things right now jobs uh potentially people to coronavirus like there's a lot of loss this year even though we're losing things there there, there'll be more to gain in the future as well and it it can still be bright and beautiful so let's focus on that on the good things that will come and um, try and not get too focused on what we can't control right now just focus on what you can Uh, ask yourself every day but are you happy right now and focus on that only try not to future project too much
1: yeah for sure but I mean I feel a bit emotional that it's the end of season one but like we said this is not goodbye it's going to be so much better and to be honest I'm so proud of us I'm literally so proud of us Grace and literally all the feedback we get everything we're so so grateful that everyone listens to us when we started this we were like thinking I mean we we always say if we inspire one person it'll be great and like we've only done one Mm. season and I feel like we've, we've literally got so much love from it so much lovely feedback and we've really really enjoyed it so yeah stay tuned and don't miss us too much
0: yeah exactly the purpose of it when we started it back in lockdown was to make people feel good and I think we've attracted thousands of people that have left our podcast feeling good, and we want to thank you guys for tuning in every single week. Thank you for tuning in with us for season one, um, and thank you very much for listening today. Don't forget that we are not going away forever. Just four weeks, we'll be back on the fourteenth of October with season two, back better than ever. But you can find us every single day on our Instagram at Find Your Feet Podcast. So please come and join us over there. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts press subscribe so that when we come back on the 14th of October you will be notified they will be letting you know that we're back on Spotify same thing give us a follow so that you always know when we're putting out the episodes and you'll be you'll get a little little notification when we come back on the 14th of October but thank you so much guys and we'll see you in season two bye